welcome to the Align and Thrive podcast. I'm your host. My name is Emily Taylor. Now, this week's episode is going to be short and sweet, but I hope really packed with value. Now, one of the hot topics that I've been talking with my clients this week about has been being under the weather, being sick, cold and flu season. And one of the really common themes that comes up when individuals are navigating being under the weather or sick is just this feeling like they are failing or disappointed in themselves because they need to give themselves time to recover. And developing this skill and learning to rest when we need it is one of the most important pieces to our health and fitness journey. It is one of the most important pieces to long-term consistency. When we have that mindset that we need to be all in and perfect every day, that is really setting the tone for short-term perfection when we really want to shift gears into long-term consistency, that we want to reframe these old beliefs that we are carrying around, that health and fitness is just a tool to accomplish a goal and then we quit or take a break, where health and fitness is a lifelong journey. Yes, it can absolutely be the structured tool you need to be achieving your goals and making some aesthetic changes or just making some shifts within your health and well-being, but it's also something that we need to do on a daily basis, on a lifelong basis to care for our bodies, to care for our minds to care for our wellness and to start creating the lives that we want to live. Now, when we know we are coming, you know, into a phase that we're feeling unwell, that we can feel it brewing, that is the time to kind of take a pause and just assess, assess what we need. Now, this is where that piece of discernment is so important because sometimes we can feel the slightest sniffle and we want to quit and we want to just kind of retreat from the expectations we've set of ourselves. And that is something that we want to be able to really just use that discernment of what am I capable of today and just showing up and doing your best because our mindsets will talk us out of showing up and doing our best. Now, I wanted to record this episode because it was just something very present in my own life this week that I could feel that little bit of a cold starting to kind of trickle in. And my mindset as well is like, okay, maybe I need to rest. Maybe I can't do that. Maybe I can't do that. And Something that's really important that we develop is being able to meet ourselves where we are at, that instead of me predetermining what I am capable of, why don't I just show up to that moment and see what I am capable of? Because what we kind of determine is our limiting factor before we even get there is going to be probably a lot less than what we are truly capable of. So in one of my training sessions this week on Monday... I showed up to it. Maybe I wasn't feeling a 10 out of 10. I was feeling kind of a 7 out of 10. And even in my mindset, I know I have an AMRAP squat set on Mondays. And in my mind, I'm like, maybe I can't do the AMRAP uh, set this week. And AMRAP is doing as many reps as possible. So training very close or training to failure. So it's something really challenging. And it's also something that 
is really hard for my mindset that I do feel that little bit antsy going into that set. So already my mindset was wanting to use feeling like a seven out of 10 as an excuse not to show up. And for me, I know where my limits are, but I also need to really kind of hold space for myself to show up and see what I'm truly capable of because our mindsets want to keep us where we are comfortable. But I know that I'm capable of showing up and giving my best. So I went into that AMRAP set. I did the set. I got one more rep than I did last week with five more pounds on the bar. And I also realized just as my week has progressed that even though health-wise I feel like a seven out of 10 and I have that little bit kind of of a lingering cold brewing that may turn into a cold or it may just pass on by and wasn't very much to be concerned about, but I've realized that my strength levels this week are really good. I feel really strong and I'm so glad that I showed up to that moment to see what I was capable of versus deciding that I wasn't capable, deciding, you know, before I even tried what my limit was. And it's so important that we just show up to that moment with curiosity versus pre-deciding what we can and cannot do. So that would be just one of my pieces of advice, but there is also the flip side to that coin that if you show up to that moment and you're not capable of doing what you normally do, you also need to meet yourself where you're at in that moment, that I'm not feeling my best today. I did what I was capable of, and I'm really proud of myself for showing up. Maybe you get one set into a workout and you're like, wow, I'm feeling really unwell. I feel nauseous. I need to rest. Then leave the gym and go home and rest. And that's not failing. That's you showing up and trying and meeting yourself where you're at and knowing that your body needs rest. Now, when we are in these phases of feeling sick, then the expectations of ourselves do need to adjust to where we are at. Maybe we're not getting our steps and we're going to bed early. We want to stay hydrated because our body needs that to recover. Now, nutrition-wise, maybe you're feeling a little bit nauseous. Maybe you have some of the stomach bug. Meet yourself where you're at. A couple days of not hitting those targets is not going to be the end of the world. But if you do have an appetite... You can feed your body well. So even if you're leaning towards things that feel a little bit more comforting, but that are still balanced, that are still mindful, that would be my advice to you. And anytime I'm unwell, I love to lean towards breakfast foods for whatever reason. For me, that just feels comforting. So maybe I am doing eggs and toast. Maybe I'm doing a protein waffle. Maybe I'm doing French toast. Now, when I do my protein French toast, I typically just use little big bread or another bread and I dip it in egg whites and that's how I do it. And you could add um, even protein powder to that mix if you wanted, but just being intentional that yes, it can feel comforting and, you know, like it's something your palate will enjoy, but just being intentional. Maybe you want to make yourself a grilled cheese and that feels comforting in this moment. That feels palatable. Add some deli meats on there. Get your bit of protein in. Add some chicken in. Add some ham in. Whatever it may be, it's just making that small adjustment so that you can still eat in a way that kind of feeds your soul, feels soothing, maybe feels nostalgic if you want that soup in a sandwich, but is also 
going to be intentional that, okay, I'm still getting some protein in, I'm still going to stay satiated, I'm still fueling my body in a balanced way. So it's kind of just those small little reframes that again, it's not all or nothing. It's not either I'm 100% crushing my macros, eating whatever it is that we view as the ideal meal. It doesn't need to look that way. We can kind of find that middle ground of this meal feels really soothing and comforting, but is still balanced. So just learning to kind of reframe some of those moments. And when it comes to the other aspects of your health and fitness, like your training, again, meeting yourself where you're at. Uh, when we get our bodies moving, that's something that can boost our immunity. It can make us feel better. But if we know we just are not able, maybe we're feeling really weak. Maybe we're feeling really fatigued, whatever it may be. Or maybe we have a fever, then that is definitely an indicator that it's time to rest. Now, for me, the only time I typically don't train is if I have a fever. Now, that's me. That's knowing what my body needs and knowing that after I get my body moving, I feel better. But also when we are unwell, sometimes training too hard can really impact our recovery. So it's knowing that as well, that we don't want to overdo it, that we are kind of impacting our body's ability to recover. Now, that's what we do when we are sick. What do we do after we've been sick? This is the piece that I feel can present as the biggest barrier because typically we're not ready to like jump back into getting our water, getting our steps, crushing our macros, getting our training sessions in that often people, uh, you know, come out of being unwell and they feel so overwhelmed by the idea of getting back into the full swing of their routine. And this is where I really want you to kind of lean into that mindset of something is better than nothing. Now, I want you to be strategic about it. I think that's a really important piece here that after you've been unwell, I want you to set expectations that feel realistic for you. If you normally train four or five times in a week, can you train three times a week? Now, it doesn't even need to be the same duration or intensity, just getting your body in there, getting you moving, starting to transition you back into your routine. If you normally get 10,000 steps a day, can you get 8,000 steps this week and start there? Can you meal prep, get those balanced meals in alignment? And again, this is going to support your recovery. It's going to support your energy levels. Our nutrition is just one of the highest forms of self-love that we are truly nurturing and caring for ourselves. So getting that nutrition piece in place, I recommend that you don't, you know, drop it even when you are sick, that if you can do anything for yourself, fuel your body intentionally. Even if you have, you know, a couple days that aren't perfect, maybe you didn't have an appetite, when you can resume just getting intentional with that nutrition, staying hydrated, and of course, really prioritizing sleep. Now, sleep is one of those unseen factors that we just don't always um, invest as much intention into it as we need to. Uh, this is something I talk about with my clients a lot, just the importance of a bedtime routine, morning routine, regulating the time you're going to sleep, regulating the time you're going or getting up in the morning, just bringing as much regulation to that pre and post bedtime routine, because that will help support your quality of sleep. So just really prioritizing quality sleep, especially when you're recovering. Now more than ever, does your body just really need that intentional time to be recovering? 
So you can see with kind of the adjustments to the protocols that I've just discussed, it's kind of a modified version of what your normal routine may look like. And that's something that you will progress from there. Maybe it takes you one to two weeks to get back into the full swing of your routine. And you're just going to adjust based on where your fatigue levels are based on how you're feeling. Now, many of my clients that have experienced COVID, it took them a good amount of time to transition back into regular routine that um, their ability to breathe is affected. Now for myself as well, when I did have COVID, it took me a good few weeks to feel like I was back to normal. So meeting myself where I was at, doing what I can, and just slowly progressing those protocols calls that going zero to 60, some people, if they feel recovered, may be ready to just jump back in and get into that full swing of things. But for many, that's going to feel really overwhelming. And we always want to take the path of least resistance. We always want to take the path that is going to get you back into your full routine. So think about that as well. What path is going to get me back into my consistency? What path is going to, you know, really keep my foundation solid? Because when life it when health is a lifelong journey, that means we want to enjoy it. We want to enjoy the journey and we want to start building these kind of protocols into our life of what to do when we are coming up against these barriers so that we are further increasing that long-term consistency. And if the expectation of ourself is that every time we are sick, we never allow ourselves time to recover, we never allow ourselves kind of permission to rest, then that impacts your long-term consistency, where when we have these protocols in place that when I get sick, I know I might miss a few workouts, I know things may not be perfection, but I also know I can focus on my gradual re-entry, rebuilding my habits. We've now really learned how to ebb and flow with the natural flow of our own lives. And that's what we need to learn. And it's building these habits that can really kind of weather the storm with us because that's what our habits should do. They should allow us to be adaptable and resilient and they should be there so that when we aren't feeling our best, they kind of allow us to almost kind of go on autopilot as well that because of that repetition, they are just so there for us to support us like when we're feeling unwell and we know we have meal prep in the fridge we're like oh that feels so supportive right now that I don't need to worry about it and I've already prepared for myself so one last kind of side note of my own experience this week I think it was this morning or yesterday morning I got up in the morning I was feeling kind of groggy just you know still feeling that seven out of ten not feeling a hundred percent and I was in my pajamas and I normally will get up get dressed get myself kind of ready make the bed and I got up and was like oh maybe I'll just eat my breakfast in my pajamas and then I had the one habit that triggered all my other habits and then I went, oh, 
I need to do my daily weigh-in. So I'm going to be taking my clothes off. So I may as well get dressed and I may as well make the bed. And I just kind of after reflected how I was ready to kind of let go of all my morning habits. And one thing just triggered that progression. And I got them done, ate my breakfast, did my normal morning routine. And I just, I loved that domino effect because habits are stacked. That's how they are designed. That one habit triggers another habit. And that's why when we are building habits and routine, we go layer by layer stacking them. And that is what makes them successful. So in the morning, for example, if you struggle to take your supplements, have your supplements right by your coffee or have your supplements right by what the first thing you go to in the morning is. Maybe it's your medicine cabinet in the bathroom, whatever it may be. It's just really setting you up for success. My husband keeps his supplements on his bedside table. I keep my supplements right above the coffee maker. So it's just finding what is going to reduce any friction in your life so that you can start stacking these habits and these habits are going to be there to support you when you are moving through a time when you need to kind of lean on that autopilot and have your habits kind of take over a little bit for you. So for anyone right now that is navigating, feeling a little bit under the weather, if not now, then, you know, maybe throughout this cold and flu season, I have kids that went back to school. So I'm probably in for like a good few months of the colds and the flus and this and that, that it's just part of it. I don't typically get sick very often, nor do the kids. Our immune systems are pretty strong. So I'm very grateful for that. But it's just a normal part of life. And it's, you know, learning how to ebb and flow through these phases because they are never going to stop. We are absolutely going to get sick again at some point in our life. And wouldn't it be great the next time you are feeling sick you actually gave yourself permission to recover. How would that feel to come back to your healthy habits when you allowed yourself time to actually recover and rest? Thank you so much, anyone that listened to today's episode of the podcast. If it resonated with you, if you want to share these tips and tricks, you can share it in your story on Instagram or Facebook. My handle for Instagram is at Emily Nicole Fit. I also have my website, which I put all of my recipes on as well, and that is www. Uh, emilynicolefit.ca. So a really great easy resource for pulling some recipes to add into your meal prep. And I provide all the macros as well. So just gives you that great glimpse of what it is you are about to prep and how it's going to fit into your nutrition as well. But thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day.